Backtalk is an extension of the long-running, award-winning movie review show, It's Movie Time, which airs Friday at 4.01 and 8.01 p.m. on WCBE 90.5 FM, Columbus, Ohio. Hosted by John DeSando, this podcast version features additional content and banter with guests. I'm John DeSando. And I'm Kevin Carr. And this is Backtalk. It's Movie Time is produced by John DeSando. Listen to shows and read reviews online at WCBE.org. I'm John DeSando. And I'm Kevin Carr. And this is It's Movie Time. It is Movie Time. And Kevin, uh, I love your glasses. Thank you. And They're prescription. Yeah, I'm glad you had those because I forgot what we were doing today. But I think we're, we're reviewing last year. Yeah, they're old glasses. They are. And uh, but for dyslexics, it works just right. No, there, no, there you go. It is 2023, mm-hmm. and Kevin, there are several ways that we could go about reviewing last year. Yeah. But I thought we'd start out big. Yeah. All right. And uh, nobody that I know has ever seen as many movies as you have seen. You're syndicated <laughs> film critic, and you have to be on top of everything that comes out all the time. So notice you don't even have a list in front of you, which is uh, typical of you, because, <laughs> it's, because there's a, a very capacious mind. But on this Thank one, you. let's start out with, what do you think, Kevin Carr, the best movie last year was? Well, the best movie last year, th- th- that's a loaded question, because we all know um, when you do the best of the year list and stuff, it's fully subjective, and movie <laughs> reviews are fully subjective. <laughs> yes. My personal favorite was Asteroid City. I'm a huge <laughs> Wes Anderson fan. Oh, yes. And, it, I mean, it's almost like he's, he's now trying to out-quirk himself. <laughs> But they're still fun. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the fan of the French Dispatch. Okay, but I really liked Asteroid City. I think he manages to sort of zero in on that charm and and that surreal nature of looking at families and, and 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 dysfunction within a family. But in this one, it's also mirrored by dysfunction in government. What you can believe and sort of this veneer of the fifties slash sixties. And sort of that 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 space age, atomic age, where it was still fascinating and not terrifying. Yeah, it doesn't appear on many lists. No, it these doesn't. days, no. right? But Asteroid City is certainly quirky and inventive and imaginative, and yeah. uh, so I I applaud you. It's of course not going to win the Oscar. No, we know no. that. Yeah, it, right. it might, it might, it's going to get some nominations. Yeah. It probably is not. I don't I don't know. It might maybe Best Picture with ten. Who knows? But so happy with this year because I'm having difficulty deciding on the best movie. And so I think currently, here, let me hedge it and just say, I think there are three oh. that, are, that are up. Barbie's up. Oppenheimer's up. Uh-huh. And my favorite is Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon's in my top five. Yeah. Actually, top three. Yeah. It's in my number three. Uh, Scorsese's. We have just about everything good that he does, mm. including the historicity of it, yeah. including the pathetic nature of our treating the uh, natives, uh, yeah. it, and and so I thought everything went worked there. I put some very good performances by some leading actors, and we do have and Lily Gladstone. I think she really holds her own. I was going to say, and I think she's going to take the Oscar. I think she's got a good shot. At yeah, it. I think she does. Yeah. Unless Emma Stone, some people will go see Emma Stone's movie, and I don't think many are going to do that. Poor things is a little more divisive. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much so, yeah. Which one do you do you think will take the Oscar? We can look way Oh, ahead. gosh. You know, you're talking, well, uh, I, I think that's probably going to be a discussion for another day okay. about what's going to win yes. the Oscar. Mainly because we have yet to see 
who's going to bubble up to the top during award season because we, we we still have Golden Globes to churn through. Yes, we still have Critics Choice to churn through. Yeah, you're right. We we you know we still we got all the best of the year lists, but the idea of who's going to win, you don't feel that momentum because I think. Three months ago, people were like, Oppenheimer's definitely going to I know, I know, you're right. But will it? That's the big question. You know, will it be enough to, because now we got to get into the campaigning season, because you still, I mean, we have like Golden Globes and Critics' Choice out there. We don't even have the Oscar nomination. Yeah, we don't right. get yeah. those for yeah, a while. Yeah. And you're right. And we will do a show on that. At least the three and probably your top five. There's going to be one in there. And I thought last month that Oppenheimer was, and now I'm beginning to think that maybe Barbie. That will be a great occurrence yeah. if that wins. At this point, you know, beginning of January, it's Oppenheimer's to lose. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But and and the only I think what's throwing people off with Barbie. Because we're, we're starting to swerve into the Barbenheimer phenomenon. We'll talk about that in a second. But Barbie tends to get more nominations. Not, and this is not a qu- reflection of the quality of the movie. Because I thought Barbie was a hoot. Uh, but th- th- it, gets a, it has a couple song nominations. It, it has a lot of like nominations in multiple it is, categories. It's a full bag of... Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. So it's, it's not like it's, it's, it's getting a lot of this slate of nominations, but it always seems to edge out Oppenheimer in the numbers because it has two or three songs. Right. And, and other elements about it, whereas if you look at... Not to get you know, gatekeeping, but the purity of the awards that Oppenheimer is getting noted for, it's getting a lot of the same awards... It just doesn't have a couple cool. It doesn't have I I'm Ken as the song, and there's I, I think it was in the Golden Globes or the Critics Choice. It's like got three songs competing against itself yeah. in in that yeah. category. That Oppenheimer tends to be flat for me. That is, it's, it's a very similar take through the whole thing. Yeah. Whereas Barbie has so much richness, so much color, yeah. and so much variety. But that's the same way I feel about Killers of the Flower Moon. I think it's more. Maybe more texture than Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is, is just an interesting movie to me and an interesting character. See, I'm, I, I was not a fan of Oppenheimer because yeah. I've, I've grown kind of sour to Christopher Nolan stuff. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think he's, pretend, he's kind of a pretentious windbag. We mentioned Emma Stone yeah. and Lily Gladstone. So I think yeah. we've kind of taken care of the best actresses. I think Carrie else? Mulligan's certainly. Do you, yes. Up yeah. there. I don't think she's got the momentum I thought she From would Maestro. have. From Maestro. Yeah. From Maestro. Yeah. But you're right. I think Lily Gladstone. Because the thing with Lily Gladstone, what I found fascinating about her is I mean, they're just like, hey, we're just going to take this relatively unknown actress and just kind of drop her in with Robert De Niro and. Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> yes. and she holds her own. You know, she certainly does. Best actor, yeah. Who is your favorite best actor? Oh gosh, I do love Jeffrey Wright in American. Yeah, Fiction. not enough people are going to see that. I Kev. don't. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it, but it, it's, it's got right. traction. Talk I think about it's got traction. Low key, minimalist performance, beautifully. But done. that's right. <laughs> I I know. Mean, he's one that I think could kind of sneak up. I, I think he has a potential. I think obviously the. You got, you know, I don't know, Scorsese, De Niro, which one's the lead? Whoever gets, I don't, I forget what they're campaigning into for that. You've got that, I think, I, Bradley Cooper for Maestro. I don't think, I don't think he's going to get the, the, the Oscar nom for, for the acting. And, and of course, you've got Killian Murphy. That, yes. That's the one I think is the front runner again for that. Yeah, I know. And the, uh, my favorite is, is Bradley Cooper and Maestro. Yeah. When I put those two together, and I think you're quite right that, 
Killian is at this point in the front runner. I see so much more variety in Bradley Cooper's performance. I think he did a great job with it. Yeah. I, I think he did a great job not making a caricature. Yeah. That's a tough thing to do when you have a character that's as big as Leonard Bernstein is. Well, yes. Or was. Yeah. And with the amount of close-up work and the amount of, of, of him changing the nuances of performance from when he was young to when he was old. I, I think there's a lot in there where you're right. I think Killian Murphy's is a little more one note through yes, the whole yes, film. Yes, yes. And that's my index, yeah. And the only thing I think Jeffrey Wright, because there seems to be a little bit of momentum that that movie has, American Fiction has that, because it came out late enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think that that's... But I, what I find fascinating is... Every it seems to be usually it's like the actor category is a little more interesting than the actress category, but but this year I think it's flipped. I think the actress category is way more competitive and way more interesting in terms of the types of performances you see. Annette Benning's in there, but she's not good. Not enough nah, people she's not are going to see that. No, Greta Lee and Past Lives. I love that, but not enough people will see that. Movie. It's, it's getting that that the independent yeah. stuff. You know, the stuff where people watch. Past Lives got it's got a got a weird amount of momentum uh, because that's one yeah. that kind of came out like in May or something, and then yeah, it, it's right, and right. then it just shows up in all the awards. Now I thought Coleman Domingo was pretty good in Rustin. I thought he had a great year. For Rustin and the color purple, the color purple's pretty good. In fact, I would I would love to see Fantasia get a nomination okay. for it as well. Good. Good. The supporting category too. I mean, the color purple. I forget the actress's name, but who plays it's the role that Oprah played in the original film? Uh, she was great in the color purple. Also, is it was it D- Divine Randolph from the Holdovers? Yeah, yeah, from the Holdovers. I'd love to see her get so, some track. So are you? Well, right here. For the Golden Globes, I have Emily Blunt, Danielle yeah. Brooks, and the Danielle Brooks. Daniel Brooks was for Color that, Purple. Okay, yeah. yeah, good. And then even for Holdovers too, I think people are forgetting about Paul Giamatti. I think he had oh he had momentum oh, when the movie came out, and somehow it lost it. Yeah. Tell me what you thought of the year, just in general. I think we were still in a bit of a recovery, and then you had the, the disruption of the union strikes, the SAG, yeah, yes, and yeah, the yeah, Writers yeah. Guild. And so I think it was a good, steady recovery out of it, but it's not, we're not quite back to the momentum. But there were some very, every movie that I really enjoyed this year was like dating Kim Kardashian. It came with a really big butt. <laughs> and a lot of times it was like running time or something like that. <laughs> yes. But there was very few movies that I just absolutely loved from the get-go. Everything had a little asterisk yes, yes, next yes, to it. Yeah. And that's my feeling over the year, which is why I really enjoyed it. It takes time for me to think. Of what's the best, what is it? It's not easy this year. You have to reflect. All right, let's take a breather here, Kev. Any movies you think of that were just bad? Oh, yeah, there's always terrible <laughs> movies out there. So tell me what, I, I do, I do because I've got a list of them here. I don't like to punch down on movies like this. Generally, if it's an independent film that's a labor of love, just getting the movie made, even a terrible movie, is a lot of work. I like to go after the, the, the movies that deserve it, like... Um, <laughs> See, my worst one, the one I hated the most of the year, everyone else seemed to love. Oh, which one? Flora and Son. It's done by the guy who did Once. And I didn't like Once, Ah. and I still don't like the guy's stuff. Would you agree with me, Meg 2 was pretty much down at the bottom of the barrel? It was was bad. (laughs) Meg 2 was bad. It was on my short list. (laughs) This is Jason Statham in it. I love that guy. Yeah, Jason Statham against a giant shark. How can you make that go bad? (laughs) But it was terrible. It really was. I mean, the first Meg was fun, 
yeah. thing was crap. I mean, it was <laughs> it really, really it terrible. It really was. I'll tell you one that disappointed me. Okay. Not that it was a really bad movie, but disappointed Napoleon. What happened? I ended up liking Napoleon more than I thought I would, mainly because I've been disappointed enough with Ridley Scott okay. movies. All right. Okay. But I, but I thought there were some really great things in Napoleon, but when it fell, falls short... I just wasn't surprised. Having made some money, but being, I thought, a trashy movie, but I think you liked it, if I remember. Cocaine Bears? I like but, Cocaine Bears. Yeah, I know, yeah. Because it, it's just it's just garbage. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's a dumpster it's fire stupid. of a movie. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I think it's unfair to criticize Cocaine Bear on certain things because it's exactly what it wanted to be. I felt the same way about Renfield. A lot of people slag on Renfield. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a hoot because it wasn't trying to be anything. Yes, 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 yes. Better. You're so, you're so right. The Expendables. Oh yeah, the uh, Expendables. Yeah, because they have the foreign. Foreign. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> that was bad. They've never gotten their stuff right to do an Expendable. Every time they do one, they're like, hey, "This is a great idea. We're going to get all these." Old 80s actors together and then make a movie that's not, in, that's not at all like anything you used to watch in the 80s. The Marvels. I, I, I see, I like the Marvels. That's, that's one, if, if, if you heard us on, on uh, It's Movie Time, I said everything has a butt to it. Every, every movie that I like. Yes. I, I really like the Marvels, but the problem with the Marvels is it was essentially based on most uh, one character from a movie that did exceptionally well for... Not completely, because it was right during Infinity, it came out between Infinity War and Endgame. But then the other two characters were from the TV series, so I'm like, you've got a lot of people who haven't seen this stuff. And I love the character of Kamala Khan. I think she's she's what saves the movie. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But not enough people know her story, because not enough people watch Ms. Mark. To 80 for Brady, where you have the older ladies. Okay. I just have a feeling that they're... You mean the book club? Book club chapter two? Remember 80 for Brady? I remember 80 for Brady, okay. and then they had the book club the, the, the next Oh, chapter. okay. Well, I probably just said I've, I've had enough of these old ladies. <laughs> Don't tell me really? that's, your, that's your dating uh, life, <laughs> <No>. too. <laughs> well, Jane Fonda's okay, but I, <laughs> I get tired of Annie Hall. Diane Keaton has a shtick <laughs> that doesn't always work. I know. Last year's Mac and Rita from 2022 was oh, terrible. Oh, Kevin. That was bad. <laughs> That's so bad it's worth mentioning as 2023. All right, here's one that people don't talk about that much, but that I really enjoyed, Anatomy of a Fall. There's a whole bunch that I get, and I'm trying to watch all these movies, and I'm saying to studios, can I see your movie? And they're like, we really want you to see it. I go, okay, can I have a screener? Well, not yet. You have to watch it next week. I'm like, well, I'm not watching it. <laughs> You did get a screener for a Zone of Interest. I have not seen that yet. Okay. No. So, it's, well, uh, you're interested in what you say about well, it. Well, and the, the reason is for some of these is they are, for me, I'm just defending myself. Well, nobody's <laughs> going to call in and ask you about it, right? Well, but I can't do too much foreign stuff. And yes, foreign language well, that's, makes it that's difficult. That's what I mean. Very, yes, and yeah. the same thing for our show mm -hmm. is that I can't do a lot of uh, this esoteric foreign stuff yeah. that I would love because they're going to say, duh, I'm not going to see it, or it's not around. Well, and for me, it's like I can't play a trailer even Godzilla minus oh, one. Right, I, I right. watch that, and the fact that there's no dubbed version of it is frustrating. You should go to my show and listen to me rant about that. All right. So <laughs> on, on ones that that I think got forgot, one that I feel people are forgetting about that I thought was hilarious was Bottoms. Yeah, out. I've got yeah. a screener sitting there because it's actually nominated I for think some. It's a hoot, comedy. Man. Your two leads are lesbians, uh -huh. and how are you going to get the mass audience? You once once you see it, you un, you understand they don't play it heavy. Sex is see, the thing is, sex comedies are. When you change the formula of the teen sex comedy that's been around since the 70s, it makes it problematic because you, 
you're dealing with different archetypes and stereotypes that don't always work in a gender flop. It's something recently that I know you could help me out with. Is uh, I'm trying to think of where Ferrari places anywhere. Ooh. What happened? I mean, Michael Mann's stuff in general, for as much as people like Michael Mann as a yes. director, I'm talking film critics, Yes, his stuff usually doesn't rise to the top. Doesn't I mean, play. the last one I, I would say that really caught people's interest was Collateral, and that was... Yeah, that a dozen years ago. That's right, right. But I mean, his stuff like Public Enemies, and I mean, so his stuff is—it's interesting. It's always an interesting look at whatever he's doing. Yeah, but I don't think his stuff always clicks. I mean, I, I, I think there was a lot of comparisons people made of Adam Driver's performance with this and House of Gucci. Yes, I, I think course. they just unfortunately came up and they had similar connective yes. tissue. I think Shailene was Woodley. Her Italian accent was. Well, I thought she was miscast. She was awful. I know. <laughs> I mean, she's a good actress, but not <laughs> no, enough. no, yes. And I thought Penelope Cruz was fantastic. I did too. I did. The last week of the year, they put this movie out. Or what's worse? Yeah, it's, I, it, it was meant to be a festival hit. See, they really kind of rolled the dice on this because that was made outside of the contracts of of the SAG, and they're not part. Neon's not part of the AMPTP. Okay, so they were able to promote it, and Driver was able to go do stuff. But I, I think they were trying to position it as that maverick, and it just didn't quite click. Maybe if the strikes went longer, who knows? Right. But I think they, they, they took a gamble on that one. But I just don't think it's a mainstream enough movie that people could get behind. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, not, not enough people know about Enzo Ferrari. and They know the name, but they right. don't know well, the situation. Well, is there anyone you can think of that is... That well, let me, let me throw it on. This is my yeah. second favorite movie of the year. Oh, good. And uh, you know me. I love horror movies. Yeah. And I didn't get to see this until late because there was... I just wasn't able to see it when it came out. I think it came out in the spring. Talk to me. Oh, yes. It's a New Zealand film. Yes. It's the strangest spin on a slasher movie I've ever seen about these kids that yeah. find a an, an embalmed hand that when you that you can allow it <laughs> yes. to possess you from some good some one. spirit. And it's just nothing but stupid people making stupid decisions, <laughs> but they're teenagers and they always make dumb decisions. And that's what makes it such an interesting film. Yeah, you know, we're in the time of year where we're really scrounging to yeah. get movies. Well, so yeah, so Wayne and I are gonna veg out and see Night Swim. I'm going to go check on Night Swim. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a horror film that may... There's always a horror film the first weekend. Of. <laughs> Last year was Megan. <laughs> there is, there is, right, yeah. If we were talking bad movies, generally liked the, the, the Marvel movies, but the DC movies were really problematic. Shazam, Fury of the Gods was a mess. And what made it worse was then Zachary Levi going on social media and begging people to see the movie, which made it even more pathetic. Oh, oh yeah. Blue Beetle was... Okay, but it's it's but an unknown nothing, character. Yeah. What about Flash? The Fla- I like the I like the Flash for what it was, but I think it was a misfire. Yeah. Part of the problem is this is all lame duck stuff. Yeah. Because they're going to reboot the DC universe anyways. That's I haven't seen Aquaman yet, but because they didn't screen that anywhere in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. There was one that I don't know if anybody who saw that I really enjoyed is just gone. The Lost King. This was about King Richard and uh, Sally Hawkins. Yeah, wow. Sally Hawkins was uh, Sally looking Hawkins. for his See, grave. I love, I love Sally Hawkins. Looking for his grave, I've and, and it was in London, okay. in some parking lot. Wow. And she finally finds it. She's an amateur, 
And she oh. finally went, I just loved it. When you haven't seen it, I know that nobody... Put it on my radar, simply because Sally, I love Sally Hawkins. Oh, yes. She's a national treasure, and she's not even our national treasure. Oh, she is. Let's look at Best Director. Oh, Kev. Oh, gosh. Now, here's one Here's one that I think people know know about. Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos for, for poor things. Yes. I think the movie's divisive. Here's what I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> to see happen. I could see... Greta Gerwig oh, so and Barbie not win Best Picture. Yes, I could see that happen. Okay, yeah, because there's politics involved, but not even. But here's the thing: I'm so happy for Greta Gerwig and the year she had, but I would not want to be in her shoes now. Because what do you follow that up with? Yes, <laughs> she should go to her people and be like, "I don't want a budget over fifty million because the last thing she needs is a two hundred and fifty million dollar budgeted movie that then." Makes only four hundred million worldwide, and no, is considered you're, a flop. Here's great advice. I mean, she's done some wonderful stuff. Yeah. Uh, Little Women. Well, everything uh, she built up the from quirky there. stuff. The, she the started young out, woman stuff. Well, she started out just as an actress. I watched I House of the Devil a while ago, and I'm like, oh my god, there's Greta Gerwig in that movie. And then she was writing stuff like Frances Ha and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. Oh, and wonderful. Lady Bird, then Little Women, then Barbie. How do you get bigger Good than Barbie? You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, Kevin Carr, 2023 yeah. was for me a good year. How about you? It was a good year. It had some very interesting stuff, and uh, you have to think about the movies a yes, little more. Yes, I do. Year. I do, yeah. We don't have any... As we are recording now, we don't know what Kafka, the Central Ohio Film Critics Association, As has decided. Point. They always have a little bit of a quirky choice for their best movie. They will oftentimes take the dark horse, yeah. 